we welcome you back to session two of our special feature three-part series commemorating the 50th anniversary of ERA King Real Estate. And now we join session two in progress. And how long 50 years is to be ha aiming in the same direction for the same common goal. And to transfer that from my dad to me, to me, to me and Anna, and now uh, to Josh and Anne-Marie and Jackson and, and Jeremy and, I, and all, uh, our whole big team here. 1969. Now this, this man landed and walked on the moon. First time. Yeah. It seems like a million years ago. Right. Um, it gets better. Woodstock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My father's very first ad, which we have a copy of, came out on August the 17th of 1969. Picture of him, Jack King, introducing Jack King Realty Company and the services he was going to offer. August the 17th. The last day of Woodstock was August the 17th, 1969. No. I, it gets it's even deeper. The first, the last live performance by the Beatles on top of Apple Records was 1969. <laughs> I, I mean, think about yeah, these things. Yeah, this is good stuff. I, so the average, the median income for a family was $8,500, roughly. The average house price nationally was $15,550. Oh, $15,000. I, I mean... Uh, you can't do a bathroom for 15 grand. <laughs> the, the, I was thinking the, carport. Same difference. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. The average, the average. Uh, the, think about how far we've come. The, the uh, average gallon of gas was like 33, 34 cents. Uh, the average car was under four thousand dollars, and a Toyota Corona was nineteen hundred and something. Oh goodness. I, I mean, I, I mean, and I could keep going, right. but how far removed? Nineteen sixty-nine hadn't invented the fax machine yet. <laughs> and that's actually what started ERA, ERA was was the fax machine. Uh, I will tell you something. Almost nobody knows this. what ERA stands for. Right. ERA stands for Electronic Realty Associates. Okay. And nobody knew that. And that it, was because they were the ones that they named it, started using they the fax were the, machine. ERA was the first non-governmental entity to use the fax machine in business. Unbelievable. And they would fax god-awful pictures of houses <laughs> and information from office to office. And that was that was the start of Electronic Realty Associates. Uh, so in 69, and ERA started in 72, so we're three years out of the fax machine being used publicly, sort of. Um, uh, just how far 50 years ago Absolutely. was. I mean... Uh, and and this, we've got 50 more years for the kids to do there this. There you go, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They, they got this. Well, you know, the, the goal in life for us at this point is to be sure that our uh, leadership moving forward understands, and by the way, they do, yeah. uh, understands... The, found, the, the foundationally what King Real Estate is, culturally what King Real Estate is, and to don't, not give in to the flavor of the day of all these companies that are popping up out there with virtually no services. Mm. 
the, the thing that makes me mad, keeps me awake at night, industry-wise, is these new models are leaving out the buyers and the sellers. Mm, yeah. They're leaving out the customers and the clients. It's all agent-centric. This business doesn't need to be agent-centric. It needs to be customer-client-centric. And if it's customer-client-centric, then you will have a career for the rest of your life because you will be able... They will, My dad used to say, you know, it's not that hard, not this physically demanding to do this. All you need to be able to do is drive a car and open a door. She says, so I don't know why anybody would ever retire. He says, they're going to call you anyway. You spent your whole entire life gaining trust and confidence. And when they want to buy or sell a house, they're going to call you whether you're retired or not. Sure. So why not get paid for it? Mm-hmm. And and that's the, that's the truth. But today, like King Real Estate is, I don't know of a company anywhere that does more training than us. And in the short period of time you've been with us, uh, which has been going pretty fast. Yeah, that. you can say that again. Uh, we train every time we have an opportunity. We meet. We, 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 that's what we do. And that, and we're not a, we're not a, uh, and I learned this in the first six months of, of after my dad passed. We're not a recruiter. We're an agent development company. Why would I recruit your replacement when you have, you have committed to us? Why wouldn't we commit back to you? I get way more satisfaction out of turning a new agent into a $10 million producer or a $2 million producer into an $8 million producer or whatever it is. Uh, I mean, that's the best retention you could possibly have right there. Well, we're in a very high-tech, high-touch. I remember when the, the, you know, we used to go walk around or ride around with a book. And by the time the book was printed, it was an MLS book. And by the time the book was printed, it was out of date. Yeah. Houses were sold, nothing. And, you you know, you had to go pick up keys. There were no lock boxes. And I know we sound like we're, you know, walking to school five miles uphill both ways, but in the snow. <laughs> but the bottom line Don't is... barefooted. Right. In R- July. Real estate. In July. In the snow in July, yes. Re- real estate has changed so much, but real estate is a high-tech, high-touch, and it will never take out the touch. And... If you could explain, the, the hardest thing to explain to new agents is don't get emotionally involved, but get involved. Mm. So there's a real fine line there. There's a very fine line to saying, because here's how I feel. I feel that my job is to give you the information that you need, all the information that you need to make a pertinent decision to your life. Uh. It is not my job to make that decision for you. Yeah. So my job is to give you the information, and that's where you, you know that's where your your skills come from is learning how to do mortgage, learning how to do learning how to do and, all the pieces. And once they make their decision, then it's then your it's job my job to get to it. win. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. It's your job. Yeah, I like to win a yeah. lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, Anna, a little competitive. Anna, okay. Anna is like well, within it's a win or a loss. Yeah. Up or down, hot or cold. Right. And she is the proverbial puppy with a sock in her mouth. <laughs> and it's her sock and not your sock. And you're going to have to pull her teeth out to get that get sock. That. Yeah, that's true. But that's how she is when she's negotiating a transaction for her buyer or her seller. It's a win or a loss. Oh, yeah. Well, Everett, Everett, at one particular point during during this transition, came into my office. And and we, we were in the same office, and we were as far away as we could get from each other, as far as like 6,000 square feet apart. And uh, he walked into my office and says, you know, I really think that 
you're you're the best I've ever seen, but you're not better than 15 other agents. I think at that time we had 15 agents at the time, and he just, you know, and I was, it was all about me. She was pretty cocky. It was, uh, it was all about me. I know you can't see that. And, <laughs> and, and, and I looked at him, and he said, so, you know, you really have to, I'd much rather see you be able to help the other agents be like you than to you know, you to triple or, or quadruple your production. So Well, I didn't want it to become Anna King Realty. Right. Mm. I want it to be King Real Estate. Sure. And and we had to have a talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I thought I, I, it's great having a superstar. We have more than a few at King Real Estate. Uh, but it's also great having just good agents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, superstars tend to when things go really bad they tend to what they think they can fix it, and they tend to wait until it's really blown up and really not good yeah. before they come to you. Then throw the file on your desk and walk off like it's not their fault. <laughs> right. Whereas just a good agent will come in there as it starts to look bad, and you can get in front of it. And that's the talk we had to have. Oh, okay. Then several years later, he says, "I think you need to be in the office more and do the, you know blah blah blah." Well, we were we were multi office by by now, and. Uh, I thought, you know, we could take more time off if you didn't sell every day. Now, she was born to sell every day, and that's just all there's going to be. Right. But I was thinking, do you think that if you could take what you know and take every agent we have and make them 10% better, that would be way more business than you're doing and then some. And she thought, well, heck yeah, I can do that. Hmm. That didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Did not work well at all. He sounds fired. Great. Sounds great. It does. On paper, it looks good, right? <laughs> He he uh, he fired me. What eight months later? Well, what what happened was, looking back on it, is she does not see herself any different than anybody else as far as how good she is. She feels her like everybody should be doing what she's doing. That she doesn't feel like she's outworking the world or anything like that. She just everybody should do what I'm doing. And by golly, she told everybody, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And she was running people off and, and getting rid of people for being lazy and stuff. And I had to walk in her office and say, man, you got to let me recruit these people faster than you're getting rid of them. And I'm going to probably just take back over that job. <laughs> <laughs> Which was wonderful. I loved it. I, I loved it. I loved well, it. She was put on this earth to sell real estate. And uh, But speaking of Everett's dad, we had uh, Everett's didn't realize he was saying it, but every other every time he'd say something, well, my dad said this. I think he didn't realize he was listening at the time. And so he did a, a presentation one time at one of our national People meetings. People started calling him Jack King-isms. Because uh. <laughs> he, was, he was the kindest, most gentle. He was Jackson. He, he was oh, actually wow. was Jackson. Yeah, he was just a yeah. very kind shorter. and gentle. A lot shorter. Yeah. <laughs> A lot shorter, actually. Uh, Jackson actually got his height from me, believe it or not. I'm five foot, so okay. yeah, yeah. But it's in my family. But uh, but in reality, uh, we listen, and, and we have built the company uh, from for, everything he for said. For years and years, people come in and ask me a, a problem they had. And I'd, I, I wouldn't realize, like Jana said, and they turned into Jack Kingdoms. But I would always start, well, my dad said, blah, 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 blah. And... People, so we started calling them Jack Kingisms and whatever, and it got to be nationally known. People would know; they'd say, "Give us a Jack Kingism or whatever." And uh, so the president of VRA one day came up to me and says, "I would like you to present to the top fifty brokers and owners in America, broker owners in America, uh, about your legacy from your dad to you." 
and, and what you learned and, and do a presentation on Jack Kingisms. Yeah. I said, that will be the most fun I have ever had in my life. So I can't wait to get back to Anison. I sit down at my desk and I got a pen and a paper out and I'm right up to Jack Kingisms. I put number one and nothing. No way. <laughs> I had to have an event spark a memory of it. Right. So at the next sales meeting, we pulled everybody to got everybody said, right, we're going to play a game. I've got to have this presentation. I've got X number of time to do it. So as y'all come up to me and ask me questions about this or that or whatever, and when I say, well, my dad said, don't say anything. Let me say it because I'll, I'll forget what I'm saying. But as soon as I, t I say it and you understand, then you say, that was a Jack Kingism. And we'd write it down right, right there. There you go. And, and they just started flowing left and right yeah. right there. It was, it, was, it was the most fun presentation I've ever done. Another funny part about that story is that presentation was the beginning of Anna pretty much transitioning over to being a real owner, not just yeah. an agent. Okay. Yeah, that was it. That was it. It was a... We used to have a deal, and he would go to all of the broker things, all of the company things, mm -hmm. and then uh, meetings. And I all would over go, the country. <clears throat> and I would go to all of the agent meetings. I mean, this is a great location, and it was vacation a, place. Yeah, it was a vacation oh, place. So, so I got a kind of a cool vacation out of it, and he mm -hmm. got a kind of a cool vacation of it. And we just, you know, at nighttime, we, we'd have a blast with everybody. And the uh, uh, president of Realty, his wife, uh, the former president of Realty, his wife, was became a very good friend of ours, and she was he was going to this meeting uh, to do the Jack Kingisms, and she calls me that morning. She says, uh, "I'll save you a seat. We'll sit together." She said, "This is going to be very exciting," and I said, "Oh, Jerry Lynn, I need to tell you that this is the deal that Everett and I have. I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm sleeping in or whatever." And she goes, "It was dead silence on the other end of the line." She we were on the hotel run, uh, uh, phone, and she goes. You mean to tell me that your husband is going to speak in front of a crowd of over 200 people and you're not going to be there? Made me feel horrible. Oh, I was dressed and down there in five minutes now. <laughs> I, was, I got yeah. down there and he looked at me and said, what are you doing here? And I said, you just won't ever know why. And I was in, that was the first broker meeting that I'd gone to and I've been to everyone ever since. No way. Yeah, that was okay. a, realized it was kind of In other words, she's been meddling in my business ever since. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's talking about, the ownership change. Okay, okay. I but, took a little bit different interest but in she, it. But she, yeah. for the first time, and thanks to Jerry Lynn, she kind of understood started to understand where I was coming from on a lot of the things that I was doing or trying to do or things because she'd never she'd only seen it as delivered to the agent okay not how it the problem occurs you look for the problem you look for the solve the problem and then how you implement doing all that and how you get down there and from then on out she could be a part of that and we could do a better job of solving these problems because we were getting uh we were getting input and data from from the ground. Mm. We're saying, we're having this problem, we're trying to do this, this is what it's saying. And we'd tell her, and she'd say, well, that probably won't work for me or, or from the agent side because of, the, and it just made it transition. Now, uh, it is my hope moving forward that particularly Josh and Anne Marie use Jackson as their Anna for what's really happening on the ground in the street right now. Okay, okay. And it works. And it they works can be, they can You be. need an agent 
to sit out there and tell you as a company what you're doing wrong. Yeah. They need the guidance to help them, you know, succeed. But they also, the company also needs to see. Everett looked at Jackson one day, and <clears throat> Jackson had graduated from Alabama. He had come home, and, and I have a strict rule. They don't come home to my house, okay? <laughs> I will buy them a house, but right. they do not come home to my house under any circumstances. So outside of a visit. I, I, outside of a visit. <laughs> okay. I, I, I want a great relationship with my children. Sure. And when I leave my house every morning, it's show ready. And so with children there, that's not the same case. So I'm kind of picky about that. When you go into houses, as many as I've seen, and so you make sure if you want to run, a lot of times when I'm selling Aniston area, we have a really good view. I'll bring them by my house because that kind of connects them to you. And uh, so anyway, Jackson uh, was going to stay in Aniston for a little while. And uh, he basically wanted to come to Birmingham. And every well, for, for, for you for you do that, the, I told him when he graduated that he he drew the short straw because the other two boys worked for the company, and I've always felt like that the number one strength that we've had is that I worked twelve years selling real estate with my dad, and then when I quit a couple of years later, she started selling. So we've always had a connection. I said, you know, your brothers aren't. Don't sell, aren't going to sell. Somebody needs to know what the life of an agent is. Mm, okay. Somebody knows needs day to know what yeah. what what it's like to have two sales fall apart and the mortgages do. Right. You know to know the feeling of a life I, of an I agent. Like, right. Okay. I like to say somebody needs to know when somebody's across the other side of your desk giving you a story. You need to know whether you stand up and throw them out because it's bull. Or you stand up, you walk around the other side, give them a hug, and say, we'll help you through this. But a spreadsheet doesn't show that. But living that life does. Yeah. So I said, you're going to have to sell real estate. And that's just the end of that. And turns out, he does so well now, we couldn't afford to hire him for the company. <laughs> <laughs> but he finished yours. I just wanted to know. That, that was pretty much where I was going with this, as Jackson said. You know, I'd like to move to Birmingham. It's a it's a younger crowd. It's a, you know, it's just the, the dynamics of he's, 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 loves golf his oh, yeah. you know his his wonderful bride they just got married in february she is is here in birmingham right. uh so i mean and it was a, it was a good move for jackson to come to birmingham and then when he chose i was against it because i thought again like i've mentioned several times already i think the strength of the of king real estate has been the cultural and foundational stuff i learned by working next to my dad for uh, for 12 years, and he had the opportunity to work next to me and his mother, who's mm-hmm. one of the top salespeople in America, and then we've done okay on, on my side as well. Uh, but they teamed up on me, and I got outvoted two to one. <laughs> Which happens to him quite a bit, by the way. But the, the bottom line is, when Jackson moved to Birmingham, he sold, and, and he struggled, and, and struggling was now, part of it. My dad made me, this is a Jack Kingism, I guess, but I'd been living at home for a year selling real estate, doing surprisingly well. And I was living at a really cool place called Ski Lodge Apartments, which is a real fun place for a 24-year-old okay. guy. And he just walked into my office one day and he says, so what do you do for a living? I looked at him weird. I said, I sell real estate. He says, where do you live? I said, I live at Ski Lodge Apartments. He says, so how do you expect to get somebody to do something that you're not doing? You've got 30 days to buy a house. Bam. 
So Jackson had been there about a year. I walked in his office. I said, what do you do for a living? <laughs> and I said, you know, I finished by telling the whole story about my dad. I said, but the difference is because it's a little more difficult with paperwork and everything now. I'm going to give you three months to buy a house. And that's the end of that. And he bought a house. Okay. And he sold that house when he moved to Birmingham and made enough money off of it to buy another house here. And now he's on his third house in Birmingham. All because of my dad. Again. I mean. Jackingism right there. Just, just, it all goes back to my dad. Well, and and it's kind of really funny the way he's grown within the business is because Everett always told me you cannot have a team. You cannot be a team. Uh, Under under no circumstances, you can't build a team within the team. Your job is to help the other agents to be better like you, and then, therefore, it all works out for the company. Well, we're not going to create Anna King Realty. Right. It's a big difference between her and the teams like like Jackson and Faye today, but... You can't be the owner of the company and have a team that gets more marketing, more attention, more more uh, than than the people that that you have promised to to help make their living. Sure. Uh, so we. So can't when have... Jackson came to Jackson came to me and he says, "Mom, what do you how do you feel about teams?" And I said, "Well, you know, I really don't know. It's a, it's a trend that's happening. Yeah. A lot of things are happening. I understand it. I get it. Uh, the the." Because of the internet and because of all of the ways that you can get to buyers these days, the Zillows, the Realtors, the, all the stuff, uh, you know, it's a little bit, you know, the person that, that reacts the quickest is the person that's going to, you know, get the deal. Mm-hmm. And so he said, well, I think that if, because he, he and Fate got together and they, they, they work great together, they, they each handle each other's strengths and weaknesses. Sure. <laughs> and he says, I feel that I need to understand how teams work so that I can better understand it from a company's perspective and I can be the agent that explains to you and dad what you're doing wrong. And so, I mean, it it, it all works out. It all worked out. He's doing great. But it's still, there will still never be an Anna King team. No. Because that sends the wrong message. Anna King's team is eight offices, 300 people. Yeah. Sure. And what can she do to make them better? Okay. Not what she can do to outshow, to outshine them or whatever. There's a- yeah, we have agents that come in there and say, well, well, what happens if, you know, my production is this and I have a whiteboard that has all the closings on it and uh, my goal is to beat you. And I said, I would love to help you do that. That would be awesome. That would really? be great. Yeah, if I, help, if I help somebody become good and I am part of that, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that yeah. I'm going to do okay. Sure, yeah, it's, sure. Yeah, and it's, you know, and I, I learned that, and that was hard because that's hard for a salesperson's ego to handle, but but but, but he was right, and and and, and my father-in-law was right. He's, he's the, like I said, the kindest human being I ever met, and his son is not exactly like him at all. Okay, okay. <laughs> a lot like him, but not as sweet. yeah. He's a lot like his mother there. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. But well, I'm a junior. Jackson is a third. He's the only one of the few thirds that embraces being the third. If I'm telling a Jack King story, next thing I know, he's right up beside me. Oh, yeah. And his personal license plate says J-E-K-I-I-I, because Jackson Everett King the third. Yeah. Um, and that's been from the beginning. So, again, it, my dad is never really gone. Mm. You, you know, even though he was Jackson was exactly one when he passed away, but he's always been part of Jackson's life. Nice. I, I mean, I can't go through a day without a Jack Keenism. Mm. Yeah. I'm not capable of doing it. Right. 
Uh, and, and it might be on the golf course, nothing to do with the business. <laughs> it just hits you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He used to tell me I'd be complaining about something, you know, ball going right or whatever. And he'd look at me and say, so, and this applies to business. He'd look at me, so, so what are you doing different? So what do you mean? How do you expect to fix that if, you hadn't, if you're not doing something different? What? That is so Jack Kingism. Uh, the, the, you know, if you're not going to change anything, then why are you complaining about this not doing right? You got to right. change something. Yeah, got to yeah. change something, and it, it works on the golf course, but it works better at King Real Estate. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this concludes this episode of our special three-part series commemorating. ERA King Real Estate's 50-year anniversary. Be sure to check out our next episode.